You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. You're listening to Mike on the Mic on GGR Pirate Radio. I'm full, and yet I know if I stop eating this, I'll regret it. It's four-leaf clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. This is called Pirate Radio. And now, your host, Mike Luxford. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Mike with another episode of Mike on the Mic on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Thank you, first off, for listening uh, to everybody, to subscribing to our channels, to listening to our podcasts, to sharing the things that we do, the articles, all of that. It's awesome. It, it really is. I'm humbled every single time I see it that anybody wants to listen to the nonsense that comes out of our mouths and mostly my mouth. But again, thank you. Can't thank you enough. I'm doing an episode of Mike on the Mic specifically about podcasting, about the journey. One of the things that ends up happening when you become a podcaster is you end up becoming friends with a lot of other people who do it. It's the common interest sort of thing where you become friends, um, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you get into groups because you want to share your stuff, but also too, and maybe not everybody does this, maybe they're completely selfish and they do just their own thing and they only focus on what they're doing. But part of it is is awesome meeting other like-minded folks. And like, for instance, uh, from the that one time I was abducted podcast, Jamie and Bree, they're awesome. I met them through podcasting and just absolutely fell in love with them. They're fantastic. Same thing with who we're going to have on this episode of Mike on the Mic. Uh, a guy's name is Lee Delaney. He is host of a podcast called Curiosity Cake. He's actually based out of Ireland. And... In talking to him, I ended up finding basically like a kindred spirit, somebody else who does the same things that we did, where you decide, hey, you know what? This podcasting thing might be fun and coming up with an idea and putting it together and sharing it and growing it organically. And it was just really cool to find somebody who had a lot of the same ideals and thoughts that I did when it came to sharing the things that they like and then they enjoy with other people. So I want you to share that with you guys as well. So we've got... Awesome interview. Again, his name is Lee Delaney. It is Curiosity Cake. You can find it on any streaming service. Check him out. He's also got a website. It's curiositycake.co.uk. So I definitely want to welcome to the podcast the host of Curiosity Cake, and that is Lee Delaney. Lee, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me, Mike. Really excited to be on. Yeah, likewise. I'm I'm super excited that you reached out. Um, We did this uh, organically via Twitter, where I just said, hey, anybody want to be on the podcast? And uh, you jumped in. So uh, thanks again for that. Tell me a little bit about your show, because it's, again, as somebody who is curious, I was very interested in, in what um, you do. So kind of give uh, all the folks at home listening uh, a rundown on, on what it is you do. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're a prime uh, candidate to be part of the audience. Um, and I really created the podcast for similar reasons that I have that, you know, high level of curiosity, but a lot of different subjects. Um, so the idea of the podcast is that it's called Curiosity Cake. It's a podcast about ideas. And each episode, I talk to a different expert on different topics covering science, uh, humanities, uh, you know, philosophy, history, 
different kind of subjects that I just myself find interesting, but also that I think other people will find interesting. Um, I, I recently had a, a small kind of Twitter exchange with someone who, you know, um, was looking for podcast recommendations. So I said, oh, you know, check out my podcast. Um, I said, you know, let me know what you think about it. He came back saying when he when he first looked at it, he thought, well, you know, why should I be interested in these ideas? Um, and he said, but as he listened, he was really pulled in and he was really seeing how the ideas that we were talking about in the first episodes were actually really relevant to ordinary people in their everyday lives um, or that there was something in each that he could take away from it that was relevant to him. Um, so I was really excited about that feedback. That was you know, exactly the sort of thing that I want to do with the podcast. So it's really about bringing, um, looking for and bringing these really interesting ideas to a wider audience, to people who might not be people who go out looking for these things because obviously obviously everyone has jobs they've got families you know all of that stuff so um you know i'd I'd like to to research these different things and then share that with people yeah and that's that's an interesting thing i wanted to kind of touch on here too is i very similar personality wise as far as like the things that interest me I, i it's the i think the term is um or the colloquialism is as jack of all trades, master of nothing. And exactly. that's sort of the way I am. There's, there's so many things I'm interested in. And when I was coming up with an idea for a podcast, I had a really hard time narrowing it down to what I wanted to talk about. And it seemed like that was, that was kind of the thing. Podcasts, podcasts seemed very niche where it was like, Hey, we're going to talk about pizza and just that. And it took a while for us to get to gain an audience because we talk about everything. I mean, music, sports, video games, uh, movies, comic books, uh, social issues, political issues. I mean, we talk about everything. Mm. So it's just it's interesting to find somebody who has a similar mindset but went in a different direction because ours is just kind of like, well, it's just a bunch of people talking about stuff. And sure. yeah, I mean, it's it, it sounds fascinating. How, how did this all come about? Like, how did you get into oh. podcasting to begin with? Oh, man. So it's... Um... Like the show's been launched just for about a month and a half now. I think I, re- I released episode yesterday um, and I, I did three episodes to begin with. Uh, then I released one and another one. So I released like fortnightly. So they, they've just been up for a month. Um, so it's just been really maybe the last three months I've been working on it, putting it together. Uh, but I'd been thinking about it for a while and was one of those ideas where I kept coming back to it, but I kept finding reasons to look at other things. So, um, you know, but this is, this is going to turn into a long, a long okay. answer, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. You're talking about the Jack of all trades thing there. So part of my journey to this, um, and I don't want to get into the whole sort of cheesy life journey thing, but, um, <laughs> it, it, it is what has happened. Um, I've jumped around a lot of different careers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started off, you know, I did a degree in criminology, worked around that for a while. Um, I, I studied political philosophy as a postgraduate. Um, I ended up training as a psychotherapist. Uh, so was practicing in that, working in different mental health settings for a little while. Um, I became a teacher after that. Um, so I was teaching, I was actually teaching religious education in high schools in the UK. 
Um, then I, I went to China and taught English as a foreign language. And I came back and, and through that sort of process, I was thinking that there's something not right here. I keep going into something new, having the excitement of learning a new thing, but then I get bored when it comes to the routine day to day. Okay, I've learned this now. I can, you know, I can just apply my learning on a daily basis. Um, and I was losing that kind of enthusiasm and, and will to keep going with those things. And I was really looking for what what is it that I'm doing each of those times. Um, and I realized that kind of gradually with each one, I was learning something new about myself and what I wanted. And to some extent, you know, it's a bit like dating where like when you're younger, you go through dating, um, you, you know, different kinds of people. So maybe you don't necessarily have a set type that you date. So you, you date different kinds of people. Um, and that teaches you a bit about what you're really looking for. So it's a, it was a bit of a process of, right, I've done that, so I'm taking that off. I know I don't like that. Um, and, th- and through that process, I kind of realized that what I think I'm really interested in here is the ideas um, and, and definitely something learning. So I was looking for what can I do as a career where I can continually learn. So I've ended up where at the minute my day job is I'm a, I'm a data analyst. Um, and, you know, I quite, I quite like doing that. But I, I was also feeling frustration of um, I wanted a, a creative outlet and I wanted something where I'm the boss. Um, I want control. I want to make the decisions. I want to be the person that's putting something out there into the world that other people can use and enjoy and that benefits them in some way. So really the last maybe year, year and a half, I was really thinking about what can I do as a business that I can set up? Um, and I, I went through kind of different processes of that. I had, had different kinds of ideas, you know, maybe for, you know, like more traditional kind of businesses. But I kept thinking like, well, where is my skill set? And my skill set is really around research, being able to take complex ideas and communicate them in accessible ways. Um, and I didn't want to just set up my own business doing the things I've already done. I, I didn't want to be an independent data analyst, didn't want to be an independent consultant. Um, and the podcast idea kept coming up and, and I just thought, you know what, that that's the one. Eventually I got to the point where I'm like, that's the one I, I'm going to go with. Um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, it, it's really meeting those needs that I have for like the, the creative process, the decision making, but also following just what I find interesting, you know, so I've got uh, five episodes that are out and each one is different. So, you know, my first one's about authoritarianism and UK politics. The next one uh, was about nutrition. The next one was about historical martial arts. The next one was about nuclear fusion. The one just out yesterday is about the idea of flow states in sport. Um, the next one I've got out is about ants. Um, so like you're saying, you can really see in my podcast that I'm hopping through these different things that I'm interested in. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting too, because that's a very similar journey that I think a lot of, a lot of people can empathize with because they've, we've all done that, um, to, to a certain extent. I mean, there are some people who I'm going to, 
go to university and I'm going to study this and this is what I'm going to become and this is what I'm going to do and this is going to be my career for 25 to 30 years and that's exactly what I'm going to do and that's it. But the majority of people I think have kind of done the same thing. I, I did the same thing. I was in the um, I was in the military um, a year after I got out of high school. Um, did that for four years. Didn't really enjoy it that much and went and worked in retail and was in retail management and didn't really enjoy that and worked in a restaurant and didn't really enjoy that. Went back to college, got my degree. And you find all of these little bits and pieces of, of who you are and what fits you. And a lot of times you try to convince yourself, oh yeah, I can make this work. I can fit into this mold of this thing that I need to be. And a lot of times you don't, you're just trying to not fool yourself, but yeah, try to try to become something that you're really not. And in doing all of these things, like you said, finding a creative outlet, especially if you're a creative person, um, is, is vital. And it was the same thing. Like we created the website first as just a means to write articles and like, just, you know, talk about nerdy things like, Hey, what comic book characters do you think would make good athletes? That sort of stuff. And then, <laughs> and then one we day can we come were... to those later. I'm happy to do those later as well. Oh yeah. I'll have to share the article with you. It was a lot of fun that we, we wrote that. That was like one of our first articles back in like 2014 that we wrote. Um, but um yeah Actually, and, and, I'll just jump in there I, yeah. i'm talking to someone at the minute I've, I've arranged a date to record with him he's an anthropologist and he studies vigilanteism um oh, that's fantastic. one of you'll like this one of his articles is looking at comparing comic book vigilantes to vigilantes in real life wow yeah so that's coming up soon well see there you go i'll just have to mark my calendar for that episode then so <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> It is it is kind of this camaraderie thing now where it's you you being able to become friends with somebody who understands the struggle because they've gone through it as well. And like, I think that that is I mean, that right there, I mean, you people understand who you are and where you came from. And a lot of times that m makes them want to listen to what you have to say, because they know that you've gone through the same struggle that they have. Mm. Um when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to uh, how you're doing Curiosity Cake, is it going to be this is my podcast and this is what I do and that's enough? Or are there other avenues as far as creativity that you want to go down? Do you want to do, for instance, like radio drama or do you want to do you mentioned um, that you studied criminology, like true crime podcasts are a big thing. Have you have you put any thought into that or are you 100 percent happy with this idea that you have right now? Oh, God. Studying criminology, I think, really turned me off from kind of true crime and, you know, like TV movie kind of crime stuff because they're, you know, they're so removed from reality. Um, so I don't I don't. And, and that's not to kind of disparage any of those things. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, saying removed from morality when you're talking about true crime, that that's not accurate. Uh, it's more that the kind of crime drama stuff. Um, I think I'd, I'd be very conscious of the fact that there's a lot of true crime podcasts around, so it, it feels a bit like, you know, there's already lots of voices in that area. Um, you know, what what am I going to add to that? Um, you like likewise with some of the others. It seems like there's a lot of paranormal type podcasts yeah. around. Maybe these are just the people that follow have been following <laughs> me on Twitter that I come across. Um, no, similarly, it's with it's the, everywhere. They're a dime yeah. a dozen. Yeah, um, you know, there's, there's a good lot of kind of movie things, which is good where you come in, where you have a different kind of approach to that. 
um, like you're saying. Um, I think for the minute, because the podcast is new, it's satisfying that. It's satisfying those different urges for me at the minute because you've got that. Um, at the minute, I'm still really enjoying that process of finding the people to talk to. Then, you know, just just this process now of talking to you, being on your podcast. Um, I was on the Awfully Irish podcast last night. They were recording that's coming out soon. Um, I did the Plum Forest podcast. That was a bit of audio drama. Um, on on Saturday, I'm talking to um, oh, his, his, his actual name has popped out of my head. And actually, maybe you won't want me to say it anyway. But the guy that does the I'd Love to Have a Beer With podcast, uh, I'm talking yeah, to I him. I saw like, him on Twitter. He just followed me too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I really, I, I really like his idea, and I think he's got like a really good quality podcast out there as well. Um, you know, so that's that's becoming a really cool adventure for me as well. Um, I recorded an episode on Saturday there about ants, um, and uh, the guy I was talking to, he really liked the podcast. His wife really liked it. Um, he was saying his wife was really jealous that he was going to be on it, and and that was just like. You know, that's where like your heart's exploding. It's like, wow, this is just, I, I'm really excited about, I'm doing something I want to do. And, and here I am talking to people who they're listening to it and they really like it. Um, you know, so so there's that side of it that is just really fun. You know, there's, and, and that's across, you know, that was someone in America I'd love to have a beer with. You know, that's a guy from England who's in Australia. Um, you know, when you look at the stats, so like I'm, you know, by day I'm a data analyst, so like I'm, I'm loving the stats side of it as well. Oh yeah. So I can see, you know, you can see people downloading from, you know, countries all over. Where like I didn't, you know, I wasn't in any way imagining that people in Bulgaria or something were going to download my podcast. But there seems to have been a couple. Um, I, I had a bit of a ridiculous email from the Podkite, um, kind of business that try to do kind of stats and charts and stuff. And they were telling me I was, I think they were saying I was number two in Bulgaria for science podcasts. And then when nice. I did my stats, there was one download. So, <laughs> hey, but you know not, what? You're still, you're still number two. So <laughs> I wonder how many I need. On. I wonder how many I need to be number one in Bulgaria for science. Uh, um, not a lot. So <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, does it? No. Um, so I think then there's the other side. I'm learning the audio engineering stuff as well. You know, of how do I like how do I cut out the buzz sound from my computer? You know, so that's not coming across. How do I make sure I've not got a load of reverb from you know, the tone of the room? Uh, I'm 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 just really finding time now to start learning some of that stuff. And if you don't mind, if I give a bit of a shout out to Joel at Narrative Audio who was really kindly with COVID stuff going on. Um, did a bit of a, sh um, a call out kind of saying he would, he would do a bit of work for people, you know, at reduced rate and that. And he was just very kindly giving me some advice about how to go about my recording and the things, you know, that you need to do in post-production and stuff. Um, and the, the episode that came out yesterday, when I started going to edit that, there was a lot of kind of buzz and noise and stuff that I wasn't sure how to get out. So I, I just asked him to do it and he did a really great job with that, making it sound, getting it up to like a decent quality so that people can properly listen. So there's that side. Then there's the whole, I'm learning how to use Twitter to promote. That's been a bit of an adventure as well. Um, 
and then also um like looking at how can i can i potentially at some point down the line maybe make some kind of a living out of the podcast yeah um you know and that's a really interesting side of it as well and it's not necessarily it's not that i'm going out there to be like right i want to make a podcast that's going to make a load of money so that i can live off that money um you know i'm very much making the podcast because i'm making the podcast that i want to hear um but if I can then find some way where I can earn some sort of living out of it to whatever extent, um, you know, that'd be great. So I'm thinking about how to go about doing that. Um, you know, so some ideas like that. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all, we, we've all had that dream, you know, like, Hey, I love this thing. And they always say like, um, you know, do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life, but yeah, you know, you still have to be profitable. So it's, yeah. So what, what do you what do you think about that idea? I'm I'm a bit I've I've seen different ideas around that, and I'm not quite sure what yeah, I think. Because if if you if you do what you love every day, eventually it you know the gloss comes off a bit, doesn't it? I agree. Yeah. I mean, I it's you know I mean they're again it's colloquialisms. They're not always rooted in in a hundred percent truth. It just sounds good. It's it you know you can put it on a bumper sticker. <laughs> You can put it on a T-shirt, but it's the realism is that it does require work. And yeah, it's, you know, you, you love pizza, but you have pizza every single day. You're going to get sick of it eventually. And it's yeah. it's the same concept, but it's it's just it's encouraging to hear um, that's that other people are having the exact same thought process and exact same struggles. But like also to applaud you, man, I, learning how to do this is not easy. And teaching yourself is, is is even more difficult. And it was the same thing. I had to teach myself how to do this. And the, like learning that like, hey, I'm getting some weird interference in my signal. What is that coming from? And then realizing it's because my cell phone's in my pocket and it's close to the microphone and that causes the <laughs> distortion. And I was like, oh my God, I never realized that. So like these sorts of things, as you go through the process, it's um, to kind of tie it back to, you know, vigilantes from before. Like if you ever saw Batman Begins, as he's like learning how to be Batman, he's making mistakes. He's like, all right, so we're not going to do that again. Um, let's use this material for the cowl because otherwise it's going to shatter every time I, you know, I hit I, something hits my face. So it's the same kind of process. But um, I, I do want to applaud you. I mean, I, I figured that you had been doing this much longer than you had because you went in full bore. Like if you just started this w within the last few months, you're, I mean, you have a huge Twitter presence, which is awesome. Like you're, you're really out there doing a lot of stuff for it. So you did not like go into this, like a toe in the water, like you, you jump in <laughs> into this. So that, that, and that takes a lot of guts too. Cause a lot of people are, are very like cautious when it comes to this thing. So, so, uh, props to you on that. Oh, cheers. Thank you. I think I've always been someone that, that jumping around that career thing. I've always been someone where I think, um, you know, in, in some areas of my life, like probably around money and stuff, I don't like to take particularly big risks uh yeah i'm the same I, way i think yeah. yeah i think these sorts of things um i'll make a decision and then i just go and do it um i mean <laughs> i'm probably contradicting myself a bit there because i was talking about the podcast thing kept coming back over a bit of time but once i decided right the po podcast is the one i'm going for then it was right i'm all in um it was right you know, kind of reading as much as I could around what makes good podcasts, what's a good way to launch. So that's why I went with, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll release three episodes. Um, I was looking at 
you know, before I even started recording anything, I tried to have, I think I had maybe five or six people lined up as guests because I didn't want to do like one or two episodes and then, you know, the guests kind of dry up because, you know, my, my podcast is really based around that, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to get stuck at any point and be like, right, I'm, I'm going to have to pretend I'm an expert on like, you know, uh, general relativity or something and I'm talking for like 45 minutes when I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah. It does so make for things me, differently for sure. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying like if, yeah, based on what you have set up, yeah, it, you don't want to come on there and, and speak like you are a an expert when you're not sure, so yeah it's that sort of thing of like i've i've enough knowledge about these different things and i can cram enough in in a week or two or whatever um to to do the podcast but definitely not being an expert it's that um a little knowledge can be dangerous sort of thing yeah absolutely do you have a a dream list of guests like Oh. oh if i could be talking about this i want to have this person on that sort of thing um, I've, I've actually just overnight been arranging to record with someone who, uh, when I realized I could do it, became like a dream guest. So I don't know if you've come across Marianne Cantwell, who wrote the Free Range Humans book. Uh, not, not yet, but no. No, um, I, I'd, I'd recommend it to you, actually, because of some of the stuff that you were talking about. So, um... She, at, at the start of that book, she talks about why she wrote the book. Um, so she's someone, she, she's written this book. She's a coach. Um, she's done a TED talk that's been watched by like a, at least a quarter of a million people. Um, and, and her whole thing is supporting people to develop the life that they want to have, you know, based around what is it that you're doing for work? Like a not just kind of career advice it's it's wider than that but it but it's that process of you know like we've both been talking about is what do we think is going to make us happy what's the kind of lifestyle that we want what's the kind of career that's going to support that um and she's developed that business so now that she can basically work as a sort of nomad like she was living in new york for a year she's just gone to la you know i think she's kind of hopping around these different places and she she runs her business coaching she's got the book and things um and she talked about an experience as a child when she was in school where her teacher said to her marianne do you know what your problem is it's that you're a generalist the people who are most successful in life and make the most money are people who specialize in something but you're just not going to be successful because you're not specializing in something you're good at lots of different things but you're not great at one particular thing um, you know, so you're a generalist. So her wow. approach is around how can you take advantage of that? How can you create a career that gives you the life you want to lead based on the fact that you're that person who's a generalist? Um, or, or, you know, whatever kind of kind. So the free range human idea is that, you know, you're free range because you're letting go of, um, you know, in, in quotation marks, the system of, you know, you go, you get a job and you do that and yeah. you've got pension and mortgage and all of that. Um, and, and really looking to create the life that you want to have, not the one that, you know, society or other people tell you you should have. Um, so that when, when I read that, that was one of those, you know, bing sort of moments where you're like, <laughs> yeah. yes, of course, this, this makes sense. 
and I'd had that struggle as well. I was like, there's too many things I'm interested in. I'm interested in martial arts. I'd happily go and like maybe live in a mountain for a year and just learn martial arts. Um, like, you know, you're talking about the military, but I, I would love to do a job in the military where not necessarily that my fighting, but maybe I'm teaching and then, you know, you can learn martial arts and you're getting paid to like go to these great like self-defense classes where people are teaching you of where they've had to actually use it in real life to save their lives sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the kind of teaching and learning stuff, the science stuff, like, you know, I'd, I'd obviously I'm talking a lot to scientists and engaging a lot with scientists on Twitter. I'd love to be in a lab, you know, with test tubes and stuff and, you know, microscopes and telescopes and all of that stuff. Um, but in terms of like the specialist stuff, uh, so a few years ago when I came back from China, I was like, what am I going to do here? And I started doing a second degree um, and that was in maths, but it evolved into more of a combined STEM sort of thing. And and I was thinking about it in terms of like, you know, th- th- this can get me to a career that maybe I'm more happy with and that maybe I'll have a higher salary and that sort of thing. Um, but now I realize from reading that Free Range Humans book, I kind of realized that, again, that's another very specialized area. You can't get into labs. You can't get into like these great research roles without really honing in and fixating on one particular thing. And that's just not me. Um, there's there's too many things. Um, but I think you need to hone down to maybe three or four things that you can then build up a good st- skill set from. And you can also then look at, can you combine those things? So again, with doing the podcast, when I look at like my psychotherapy background, you know, in psychotherapy, you're having to create a relationship with someone where they feel comfortable enough to talk to you about their most intimate things, the, the struggles that they have, the, you know, maybe some horrible events that have happened to them. So you have to be able to interview people through that process. It's a very similar sort of thing. Um, you know, so I can take the skills I've gotten from doing that job and apply it to now to the podcast. You know, there's the research side of going and looking at who's going to be an interesting person to talk to, um, then doing the research so that I can ask good questions and have a good conversation that gets the best out of that guest. Um, you know, and then and then you know, learning the Twitter side, the, the audio kind of side. Um, so trying to bring you know, a handful of kind of those interests up to a kind of level where I can use them on the podcast and, and I'm producing something that's good quality. Yeah. And my dog's like tangent there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's rewarding too, because you end up being like, your own boss. Like you mentioned, you know, you end up being the, the architect of, of your own success. Like you dictate how it's going to go and where it's going to go. And that's one of the, the most rewarding things about it, for sure. Um, I wanted to, because I, I read, um, I looked, I looked uh, Marianne up, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more, I'm super interested in, in what she has to say, so I'm gonna do some more research on her for sure. But yeah, um, it's interesting that that she had a teacher say that because I had the exact opposite. I actually had a uh, an English teacher when I was in um, in high school who had, I. I had said something to her. I can't remember exactly what it was, but like something to the effect of, I don't like this book that we have to read. I've read it. I don't enjoy it. Can I please have something different? And her being, being blown away by that because nobody had asked her that before. And 
she was like, I really like your writing style. I like what you have to say. Read whatever the hell you want and 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 give me a report on it. And this was my freshman year. And then as I progressed, I'm, I think I was like in my third year, maybe junior year. And I was doing improv. Um, and she came and she saw my show and she goes, this makes so much sense now. She's like, this is where you need to be is doing stuff like this, doing things where you can be creative. And it, it, it makes so much sense now with the way you were when you were in my class. And she's like, I'm so glad that I didn't try to stifle you and stick you in a, you know, stick a square peg in a round hole. And like, it just makes me realize how many people weren't fortunate enough to have that experience. Is, is that something that you ran into as well, where somebody was like, you have to do things this way? Or, and, and that's yeah, kind of where this is coming from? I, I actually had um, an almost complete opposite experience of what you've just described there. I remember um, I was in primary school, so I must have been like seven, eight. Um, we had to read The Secret Garden. And I think we'd, written, we'd, we'd read a chapter or two, and I just wasn't getting into it at all. And I just said to the teacher, oh, I, you know, I just think this book's a bit boring. Can we read something else? Um, and he just got really mad at me. He um, he gave me extra homework to read more of the book, um, like o- overnight. Yeah, and, and I remember the next day I still wasn't enjoying the book, um, but I twigged enough that the next day when he asked me, "Oh, so what do you think of the book now?" Like I was smart enough to be like, "Oh yeah, I like it now," even though I didn't. Um, you know, so so that 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 was a very different experience. I, I also then went to a high school um where again conformity was a very central aspect to it and and generally that's what schools like anyway so like it's not like they were doing anything different but i really find then getting to university that was so refreshing getting to that stage where they weren't saying this is what you're meant to think they were saying what do you think and and that change to me was just really fundamental and freeing um and really kind of opened up the world of ideas i guess um so that you know eventually i got to the point where i was having that much better experience um yeah so where do you like what is your goal with all of this like you said you know can we make a living off of this can can this become something bigger than it is do you ever see a point where you're going to be not so much satisfied, but resting on your laurels where you're like, that's it. We've made it. I've done it. I'm successful. Like, what is what is that threshold for you? Oh, that's a good question. I think I've I've got at least two other ideas in my head for other podcasts. Um, so I guess for me, getting to a point of being successful might be where and then in a position to work on those other ideas at the same time as Curiosity Kick. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if in the long run, maybe Curiosity Kick will kind of get to the point where maybe it's appropriate to to not continue with it or something like that, I don't know. Um, is, is it possible to run out of interesting ideas to talk about? I doubt it. Um, but yeah, if I could get in a position, because obviously, you know, when you're working a full-time job, um and then you're doing a podcast um i think you know thinking about yeah and then i'll do this podcast and i'll do this podcast that's just not viable at the minute so if i can get to a point where i can maybe look at these other ideas um 
I think that'd be great. I think that would be success. And and I think also just growing the curiosity cake um, audience as well. Um, you know, I, I don't want to look, you know, yes, I've got these kind of longer term objectives, but I think, you know, I need to concentrate on the shorter term ones. So getting curiosity cake to the point where it's really good quality, that there's very regular listeners um, and that it's got a good reputation. I, I think that's my primary goal for the minute. Okay. Well, I definitely wanted to thank you for your, your time here. Cause I know like, especially like the biggest, <laughs> the biggest thing that was a hurdle for us was the fact that we are on different sides of the world and there is a five hour time difference. And it always makes me feel bad when I want to have a guest on and I'm like, yeah, we normally record at 8 PM East coast time uh in america and they're like yeah well you know i'm in the uk so that's like two o'clock in the morning so it's <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we were able to work this out but what i wanted to do is lee i wanted to give you an opportunity to tell all of our listeners how they can find curiosity kick where they can find it where they can listen um those sorts of things how, how they can follow you so yeah, a, a chance to plug your stuff man go right ahead <laughs> Cool, thank you. So uh, I've got a website, www.curiositycake.co.uk. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at curiosity underscore cake. I've got a Facebook page, um, which is at curiosity cake pod. You can also email me. Um, so I'm really, I'm really keen for people who have ideas of topics that they want to put forward, or if there's people out there who are you know, maybe they're a researcher or, you know, they have a business or they just have a really uh, good idea that they've they, they've got a good depth of knowledge of uh, to get in touch as well. I'm really happy to do that. Uh, so my email is info at curiositycake.co.uk. Um, and then the podcast, as you were saying, it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher. Um, I've, I've just started uploading them to YouTube as well. Um so yeah, I think I think anywhere there are podcasts, I think Curiosity Cake is there. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you covered it all, man. And the website, um, we'll make sure that that is in our liner notes as well, so everybody can check you out there. But guys, this has been Lee Delaney. He is the host of Curiosity Cake. Make sure you check him out. Make sure you give him a listen. Make sure you subscribe. All of those wonderful things. Follow him on Twitter as well. But Lee, thank you so much for being on today. Um, we certainly appreciate your time, and best of luck to you when it comes to this podcasting thing. Thanks, Mike. That, that was great. Really enjoyable. And best luck to yourself as well. Thanks. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.